Morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we go. 18th day of September 2019. She's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right there. Yo. Uh, you may see our name on billboards across the Treasure Valley. Tip your cap to him as you drive by, please. Yeah, or flip him off. Whatever. Oh, well, as long as you're flipping the station to 100.3 when you see him, then you can do whatever you want to it, right? Sure. I mean, it's just going to change in nine seconds anyway. So at some point, you'll be flipping off somebody else's billboard. You feel like you've accomplished something. <laughs> but we appreciate you tuning in this morning. Thank you very much for making us a part of your ride into work or school or uh, just part of your wake-up regimen, as it were. Uh, can we start with some uh, honesty, Big J? Oh, crap. Uh, for the first time in my life, like legitimately, uh, without like having any reason behind it, I think I might have insomnia, and it sucks. Like I haven't, I haven't slept. I think more you have than plenty of reasons to have insomnia. Uh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you I, wanted to be honest, bro. Well, I mean, yeah, but like I, everything's going like pretty good. Like I mean, when I had it before, I had legitimate reasons. Like things were terrible and life were changing and things were, uh, you know, it was very strange. But now it's just like when I'm when I'm going to sleep, I'm having really really weird dreams. And then I wake up, and then I can't get back to sleep. Fever dreams. Like, well, I mean, again, honestly, the last couple of them have been about the boys, which make no sense whatsoever. Because everybody's happy and healthy. It's very strange and weird. But last night's dream was really weird. And I have no basis for it. I dreamt, and I rarely remember my dreams, but I remember all of these, which is really weird. Anyway, I, 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 I dreamt that RCA Records flew me out to Los Angeles yeah! so that I could have a meeting four-on-one with the members of Tool to talk about yeah, that's why, pretty specific, why everybody is moving to the Treasure Valley and why real estate is a smart investment as the record company is trying to tell Tool that they need to invest their money smartly and they should buy real estate in, in the Treasure Valley and they all should have homes there and there's places like Eagle, Idaho where they can live like kings as opposed to wherever they're doing it and, and Maynard was talking about how he feels like it's very Sedona-esque like that's where he started his thing and he's thinking the next step is here and I'm like why am I here? I don't know anything about real estate. I don't know anything about, you know, why they should do this or where the smart investments are. I don't know why I am part of this. Other than the fact that I live here and own a home in the Treasure Valley, why I would be here or why I'm trying to convince you to do this. And then I woke up and I was like, what the hell is that all about? You're nuts. What is happening? You're crazy. Why? You're you're a lunatic. And then I can go back to sleep. Uh, well, at least you were sleeping during the dream. I was. I got I got a good solid hour and 45 minutes last night. So, uh, today's show shall be loopy. That includes a movie review from Listen, Big J. if you keep doing stuff like that, t- telling stories like that, we're going to be just fine here. Those billboards are going to pay off. <laughs> we have ourselves an opportunity for you to get qualified for an Aftershock trip. We also have tickets to tonight's show, to uh, Flogging Molly and Social Distortion, which we have news about. We should probably get to that in important stuff. <laughs> Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. There are two fairly big concerts in the Treasure Valley tonight. Supposed to be anyway. 
But we have good news and bad news. What should we start out with, Big J? Uh, let's do bad? the let's do the good news. The good news is the social distortion flogging Molly show at the Fort Idaho Center is happening. Uh, they have decided that because of weather, they're going to move it inside, though. So if you were on the fence going, hey, listen, I want to check out Social D and Flogging Molly, but it might be cold or rainy, and that's the kind of crappy way to spend a Wednesday. The uh, Fort Idaho Center agreed, and so they're moving it from the amphitheater to inside. And I imagine everything's going to be GA, right? So I, yeah, it I, has I, to be, right? It has to be. There are no seats when you buy amphitheater tickets. Right. So I imagine that now. the the way it works is first come first serve, and when you if you get in there early, you can get right up close and personal, much like you do at the amphitheater. But it is good that it's happening. It's good that it's going on inside, and that you still have an opportunity to check out the show. Now the bad news is also tonight at the Botanical Gardens was supposed to be Modest Mouse. Now if you had tickets to that, you're gonna have to hold on to those because that show has been postponed. Not because of weather or anything like that. I guess one of the members of Modest Mouse uh, had a baby. Last yeah, time. baby, a and baby so mouse. They uh, they decided to uh, put the tour on hold while they flew home and took care of that and their child, and that's understandable. So postponement for Modest Mouse, but the Flogging Molly Social D Show tonight moved inside the Ford Idaho Center, and it will still be going on as planned. So you can enjoy some great music that way. And we still have tickets to give away. That's right. We're not messing around, guys. The Eli Manning era is over. Unless, of course, the way this season is going, my guess is, uh, you know, Daniel Jones steps in for three quarters and then gets hurt for the rest of the year. And then Eli Manning will have to go back in. But they have decided to sit Eli Manning down, and they're going to go with Daniel Jones, their first-round pick in this year's draft out of Duke, the number six overall selection. Got a little bit of playing time in the week one loss to Dallas. And now he'll be taking over as the starter. So Eli Manning has had a pretty good run, a couple of Super Bowls, but let's be honest, man. For, I mean, quite frankly, it's been way too long that he's been the starting quarterback for the Giants. He hasn't been good in years, right? Right. But Giants fans He hasn't upset. exactly had any uh, reason to be good either. I mean, that team has been just garbage. No, their defense is a real issue. And offensive line. I mean, it's not, it's not been easy. The only bright spot they had, they sent off to Cleveland. Well, Saquon Barkley's pretty good. And so we'll see what ends up happening with uh, Daniel Jones there as the quarterback of the New York Giants. Good luck to him. HBO Max, Big J, has announced that it has secured the exclusive streaming rights to the Big Bang Theory. Oh, man, look out, everybody. Fans will be able to watch all 12 seasons of the show on the new streaming platform, which will launch in the spring of 2020. And according to reports that I saw, they paid more than a billion dollars for this. For the Big Bang Theory? Yes. That is was pretty popular for a long time, I know, man. But a billion dollars? A billion? Well, you put that into perspective, I mean Disney only paid four billion for Star Wars. Yeah, but Star Wars, I say, is a more lucrative property than the Big Bang Theory. Right, right. I'm just saying value-wise, it seems crazy. It does. Uh and you know, I mean, listen, yes, it has been the most popular comedy the last couple of years, I suppose, but you know, if you break it down to like when Seinfeld was ruling the roost, it's it's comically different. I mean, there's way more people watching regular television, over-the-air television, than there are now. Like, the number one show on TV gets, like, a six share. That's, like, you know, Seinfelds are pulling 12. So when yeah. you paid, like, $150 million for Seinfeld, it made sense to me. A billion dollars for the Big Bang Theory, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. HBO's drowning in money anyway. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, there's your first round of important stuff, guys. 
That is Jimi Hendrix. That is Voodoo Child here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. What? Yeah. What is that? Like? I can't remember the hell I was reading like two days ago. But uh, speaking of Hulk Hogan, I was reading about Batman and Robin. You know, Mister Freeze with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh God, and, no. And so I was reading about. It might have been like an oral history of that movie or something like that. They Why were talking would you read about that. Uh, well, because it was interesting and funny to me about how everybody was saying about what a terrible movie it was and why they were t- so sad that they were involved in it and how Schumacher <laughs> ruined it, basically. But they were talking about how uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was not the first choice for Mr. Freeze. It was Anthony Hopkins, and Anthony Hopkins said no. He didn't want to do it. Smart. So went to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and if Arnold Schwarzenegger would have passed, they would have went to Hulk Hogan to be Mr. Freeze. God. I mean, would that have saved the movie? No, God, maybe. No. I don't think. I mean, listen, he, <laughs> nobody else could have delivered. There's puns that they had, and then we were off. And so uh, it had to be Schwarzenegger and his accent that pulled that. I off. mean, those but, years were just oh, garbage. They just they almost dark, ruined dark ruined Supergirl. Uh, it's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right, right around this time, Big J selected a movie on Netflix to watch and review for you. It had a rock and roll theme to it, kinda. It was called Frank and Cindy. And Big J, how was the movie? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's based on a true story, actually, and there was a documentary out a few years ago about Frank Garcia, who uh, who is the Frank in the uh, Frank and Cindy, and uh, the, the 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 kid who was the kid of of uh, the the mother Cindy. Uh, Frank is his stepfather. He made that documentary, and he's the director and writer for this movie. Oh yes, okay. Uh, and his name is J G. And he his uh, character is played by Johnny Simmons in this, uh, and it you know tells a story about uh, very dysfunctional family. Uh, Frank was a uh, bass player in a band called OXO, and uh, from the eighties. And I don't remember the song. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it was it was it wasn't a number one hit. Okay, it was close, but not not no cigar. And so, I uh, just you know the kind of uh, you know thing that you end up with with musicians and stuff and, and life turns into craziness uh very dysfunctional family alcohol drugs you know the typical stuff that you would kind of expect to see and uh jg leaves uh and and he goes off to uh to school he comes back and this is he comes wants to move back in because he's going to go to film school and as you go through the movie and their stuff unfolds and, and they may have, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to hit too close to home here, but they may have defrauded him and stolen money from him. <laughs> um, and so as punishment, he's like, or at least to try to salvage what he can, he decides to start documenting their dysfunction. And uh, this is how you end up with this movie. As like a revenge tactic or as like proof not, that they not defrauded re- him? No, not, not even that proof, just that, that he was upset and because he was going to use money to go to film school okay so he starts filming and then you know putting together daily videos and this was early on in the youtube era kind of thing and people were interested in it so he kept going and then he discovers stuff about himself as well i, I johnny simmons is, the, the cast is really good here johnny simmons even oliver platt puts in a good performance which is rare for him Aww. uh renee russo is great she plays cindy jane levy uh she she is uh she's in this as well as a love interest of uh johnny simmons and then mark Marin is in it as well plays his real father gilbert uh it's actually a really good movie oh 
Yeah. So is it, a, is it like a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it? A, it was in the thriller category. It yeah, it's like a thriller. That's. I don't know what's up with. I, I mean, I don't trust almost anything that that, okay. that Netflix says. It's definitely not a thriller. It, it's a comedy. It's a depressing comedy. I mean, there's some moments where you're like, oh man, I feel bad for this kid. And, and, and you know, there are moments in the movie where like, boy, this could take a right turn real quick, and you could see people, um, you know, committing murder and, and other things. Oh, but it doesn't happen that way. Um, so it, it's actually a, a pretty good movie and heartwarming and, you know, it's definitely worth watching. Frank and Sydney, Big J approved? Yeah. All right. It's on Netflix. You can check it out I for yourself. I didn't expect to. If you like it, good for you. If you don't, it's not Big J's fault. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Think about this, Big J. Close your eyes and lean back. Fall backwards. Okay. No, no. Uh, no, there. Uh, close your eyes and think about the last time you had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Last night. Really? For real? Yeah, yeah. I had an Incrustable. Oh. I. You keep saying that, and you've never had one, so you can't say that. I know. It's just the it's it's the frozen to th- unthawed that makes me. You've never put bread in the freezer before. Of course I have. Okay, what happens? But I, I usually wait a day or two before I, I yeah, eat Yeah, I don't eat it when it's frozen. My kid does that. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, grossy? But when it thaws out, it's super soft and delicious, and I can't make a peanut butter jelly sandwich as perfect as a damn Uncrustable. Your kid, it's too, it's a, all it is is the same it's thing. It's just the perfect proportions of everything. It's delicious. All right, but you've had peanut butter and jelly recently. Yes. When was the last time you made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? A couple days ago. Okay. Uh, I we have them regular around the house. I mean, as I've said, the it's oldest a, actually pretty nutritious thing to have. Oldest is pretty much a vegetarian, so peanut butter and jelly are things that he lives on. I mean, yeah. he's got he has at least one, maybe two sandwiches a day of peanut butter and jelly. Uh, but peanut butter sales have slumped uh, over four percent in the last year compared to a few years prior. Now this is trend is steadily increasing, which is making peanut farmers a little bit, you know, nervous because for a while there, I mean, peanut butter was the in thing. Uh, it was a la bacon for a bit there. You know, peanut butter was on everything. There's peanut butter burgers now. I mean, there's there's different ways that people were mixing the savory and the sweetness and the way to incorporate peanut butter into a lot of things. But basically, uh, there's a couple reasons why peanut butter sales have gone down. Number one, peanut allergies have increased 21% since 2010. It's crazy. So another what reason, doing? what are we doing? Is there's a ton of other choices out there. If you go down the the uh, the spread aisle, if you will, it used to be just peanut butter, man. It was like chunky or smooth. What's it gonna be, dude? But now there's almond butter, there's cashew butter, there's hazelnut spread, there's all these different things that you can do. Alternatives to peanut butter that if you're looking for almond a little bit of way butter, to, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that way to way to fancy it up a little bit. There's other options cool. out there which are increasing and in, and taking into peanut butter sales. So it may not be peanut butter jelly soon. It could be almond butter and jelly, or cashew butter and jelly, or something else. Uh, jelly's still riding high on the horse though. It's enjoying it's enjoying it. I like the, the grape jelly, so really, yeah, yeah it makes I, me a weirdo, I guess. Not really, I mean, the grape jelly's fine. I'm just a strawberry dude. I buy grape jelly and I was like, I don't like it as much as I used to. I like the strawberry a little bit more, but it's all about personal preference, isn't it, Big J? Yes, hey, there's nothing good about this story, man. Uh, Felipe Vasquez is a closer for the Pittsburgh Pirates oh, and man. a good one. Uh, we're talking about a guy that made Disgusting the all star game this particular year for the Pirates, and yes, he is a scumbag. He was arrested yesterday on child sex charges, including statutory sexual assault, soliciting a child, and providing obscene material to a minor. 
He was denied bond. The judge saying he believed the 28-year-old is a flight risk. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement said it began investigating in August when it heard of an alleged sexual relationship between Vasquez and a teenage girl in the state, which began when the girl was 13. She's now 15. Major League Baseball placed him on administrative leave, but he is currently in jail, and that's, uh, I just, uh, it's gross, man. It's gross. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Leave kids alone. Uh, speaking of things that were popular when we were children, like baseball, Big J, yesterday, NBC Universal announced the name of their new streaming service, which is called Peacock. That should go well. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> You idiots! And they announced a bunch of reboots. They're bringing back Punky Brewster. They're bringing back Saved by the Bell. They're bringing back Battlestar Galactica. No, don't. Peacock will debut in April of 2020. Peacock! So that's happening. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know how. I'm not sure what's going on. But I guess that, you know, there's got to there's got to be a way to bring people into the fold. You have to have something that makes them want to subscribe to your streaming service. And I guess that nostalgia could be something. I just don't know. Like, I mean, I loved Punky Brewster. I, to this day, have a Salil Moon Fry crush. I think it's kind of creepy. Inc- I, well, I mean, it, it's, we're the same age. It's not creepy at all. And so uh, I watched Punky Brewster a lot growing up. I watched Saved by the Bell. None of those am I attached to enough to go, you know what I need to do? Watch new versions of those things. But maybe some people will. I know Battlestar Galactica has a following, and it's very popular, and it's popular twice over. So I suppose it's got a reason to be popular a third time. Was that Scott Bakula? Was he? No, that was Star Trek. He he did a a Star Trek Discovery. But that was uh, Edward James Olmos in Battlestar Galactica. And then it was it was a TV show in the 60s, too, or 70s, something like that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We got your We're Going to Hell story coming up here in a few seconds. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Going to make you do some work for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. First, I'm going to try to put you in the situation that this young lady finds herself in, and then I'm going to have to get you to put on your detective hat and try to figure out what the hell's really going on, okay? Yeah. As we go to Bowling Green, Kentucky, and picture this, Big J, you're driving down the road and your gas light comes on. Son of a bitch, you gotta fill up your fuel tank, you understand? Yeah. You pull into the nearest gas station, you complain out loud verbally about your the gas prices and how they're growing up around the Treasure Valley, but yet you still know that you need gas to get to and from work. So, you begin to fill up your vehicle when you're just kind of standing outside, twilling in your thumbs, not on your phone, Big J, because that could be a risk. You're just sitting there, and then you hear this. You're like, what the hell? What? Somebody knocking? What? And then you're like, is that, is that my trunk? Oh, no. You're like, what the hell? And then you open up your trunk, and sure enough, Big J, ah, there's a lady in the trunk of your car. Hello? Oh, damn. She is unharmed, but she gets up, and she just runs away. Ah, it's like a jackass stunt. You remember that jackass bit? <laughs> yeah. Where somebody's tied up in the trunk of somebody's car and they get up and they run away? It's like that. So she's at this gas station. The lady is fully clothed. She's unharmed. She's not screaming. She's knocking on the hood of the car, the, the hood of the trunk. Lady pops the trunk and she busts out. <laughs> Almost like a hangover. And runs away. Mr. Chow. she naked? She's not naked. She's fully clothed and unharmed. And so uh, the lady that's filling up her tr- her car is like, what the bleep just happened, man? I- huh? I don't know this girl. I don't know how she got in my trunk. It was parked outside of my house all night. 
My trunk wasn't open when I went inside. I don't know how she got in there. I don't know how she got locked in there. I don't know why she was in there. And now I don't know why she's running. So, you know, in the whole time that it took this young lady to process what the hell was going on, of course, the, the lady that was in the trunk is gone. I mean, she just cut through traffic and just bailed. So now, I guess, is there any other way she could handle it? That's well, my first question what? to you. No. Okay. You don't chase down the person in your trunk to try to figure out why they're well, in there? Well, I mean, it's a, a realistic expectations here. That would be a freaky thing to have happen. Yes. Yes. You'd probably be very confused. <laughs> yes. As she was. Nobody's prepared for that. Like, you're just not prepared for that sort of thing to happen normally. So, uh, the Bowling Green police showed up to the scene because after the woman was like, hey, there was somebody in my trunk, and I don't know who it was, and I don't know how they got there, and I don't know why they were there. They seemed okay, but they just, I opened up the trunk, and they ran out. And so police showed up. They fingerprinted the car and processed the car. Detectives have found some fingerprints, and then they're processed to learning why the female was in the car. Nobody has been charged with any crime. No of the other information was released. All they know is the two women did not know each other. So, Detective Big J, I mean, is this a prank gone bad? Is this a, a robbery gone bad? I mean, what what's going on? How did the woman get in the trunk, and why did she not care or say something when she was released? And how long was she in there, dude? I, I You can't be... I mean, listen, if you were in there for a long period of time, you wouldn't be able to run. You think your feet would be asleep or something? Well, just it would be uncomfortable. Your muscles would be, you know, tightened up and... At least that's how I feel when I'm... Rigor Mortis would have begun to set it. That's how I feel when I'm playing Xbox. I can't get up fast and run. <laughs> not that you're running anyway. Uh, but I'm not fit in any way. I, I, I actually have no idea. Uh, usually if there's a prank, somebody's going to... Unless it's an Ian prank. They usually let you know it happened, you know, relatively <laughs> soon after. Or you think you'd go, boo! You know, when they open up yeah, the truck. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, some sort of catchphrase. Or say something, right, like, instead uh, of just getting out of the truck and dub dub and then run away. <laughs> Do they, are they rich? Do they have anything to be robbed of? What kind of car was it? I, I mean. It does, it does not say. I don't have It's bizarre. Details. It's bizarre. I just, uh, I'm How bizarre? Oh, a little OMC reference for you this morning. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Is it story. a convertible? <laughs> no, it's not a convertible. It's a regular old car. It's the X from the video. That is Metallica. That is one here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, you went to college, Boise State University. Yeah, man. Uh, You did not finish college, correct? No, I didn't. Any regrets? Sure, yeah. Plenty. Uh, about not finishing college or about going to college? Uh, yeah, probably not about about finishing. I mean, I think I would have liked to uh, get a little deeper into the experience of going to uh, university and, and studying and becoming more educated. Um, but uh, it wasn't the cards for what I wanted to do. How long did you go? Semester? Two, Two? semesters. Two semesters. Got it. And you were studying? It was miserable. Uh, mass communications and journalism. And it was miserable. I'll tell you why. Because of remedial math. Okay. I mean, seriously, I, they, they, I mean, that was the one problem I've got with, the, you know, they were forcing me to take math and I'm like, I don't want to learn math. I, I don't want to pay to learn the math, even more importantly, remedial math of having to go and brush up because it really was a subject that just, it, it was not in something that I, I was able to really accomplish and it was, it was draining and taxing. It was awful. Uh, still something you struggle with today. Sure. But doesn't I mean, that... I don't really struggle. I don't really need it. Well, there's some things that you need it with. Oh, yeah? Sure. Back timing and things like that for the station, right? I mean, that's 
come on, that's simple like addition and subtraction. I understand, but it's math nonetheless, isn't it? Yeah, but this was the algebra and to be fair, calculus there's this crap that <laughs> nobody needs. Well, that doesn't sound like remedial math to me at all. Well, it was. Calculus and algebra? I, I'm just saying that probably would have been the next thing that they would have made me take. Those bastards. And uh, because you were probably going for bachelor's, right, first, and then yes. uh, advancing into mass communications or communications degree or whatever that, yeah. that you wanted to study. Well, you're not alone, uh, although a little bit different. A new survey of about 25, uh, 250,000 Americans with at least a bachelor's degree found that two-thirds had they had a major regret about their educational experience. Number one regret? Student loans. Uh, one in four grads say they regretted having student loans that they're still paying off, which is understandable. I mean, uh, gosh, I went to school for two years before going into broadcast school, and at the, I mean, I had racked up about thirty-five grand in student loans in order to get that through. Uh, the average student who graduates de- with debt oh now owes about thirty thousand dollars. Your college major can be a big source of regret too. It was the second most regretted thing about the college experience. More than one in ten people say that their chosen area of study was their biggest educational regret. They either got their degree in something that they don't currently do, or they got their degree in something that isn't really feasible to have a career in. The area that had the biggest side of regret? Humanities. A humanities degree. Uh, more than one in five people who majored in humanities, which includes specific majors like English and history, say they regret that particular choice. So stay away from English and history majors. You won't, you'll regret it down the line, apparently. And uh, I guess leave yourself open to as many th- experiences as you can. I mean, I guess I don't necessarily regret graduating college because, you know, I guess I put in a little bit more time than, than most before I decided to, to drop out. I mean, you were 12 and, no, when you went to college. No. And then I realized that it wasn't going to help me do what I really wanted to do. Does that make sense? Uh, well, that makes perfect sense to me because that's exactly why I, I uprooted and said, you know what, I don't need this. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it was, you know, listen, both my sisters graduated with uh, from from universities, and and you know, I wanted to be a part of that, and I felt like guilt in some response because I had taken a year off school. I was like, I'll go, and they really wanted me to go, so I kind of did it for them. Uh, but I, I, you know, I wanted, I needed something to do, and I found, <laughs> you know, I mean, I was kind of wandering in the in the woods, man. Yeah, sure. And I found what that was, fell in love with it, and said, I don't need this to do this. It's true, and not to say that there's any discount towards going to college. I mean, I don't no. regret any part of it. No, I would never. And I encourage my children to do it. I want them to go to school. I want them to learn as much as they can. I want them to be educated and learn as much uh, about the world as they possibly can. And I think college plays a big role in that. But uh, having not graduated myself, I certainly don't lean on them. And if they find something they're passionate about, I mean, I guess I would have an issue if, like, they decided not to go to school because they got a part-time job somewhere. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't something that was a skilled trade, like it's something anybody can do. It's like, sorry, Dad, I got this job at Kmart, and I think I'm just going to, you know, check that out for a couple of days. And I'm like, uh, well, let's, let's figure this thing out. But... You know, it's there's something to say about finding a passion that you're passionate, or finding a career that you're passionate about, and then chasing that down as well. Just be warned, there could be some regret involved to school. Here's traffic. You ever think about going back, being that 40 year old that heads back into school? Yeah. Studying what? I don't know. That's the problem. Really not sure. Maybe uh, some sort of business management. You know, as you get and sure. you want to start developing. Well, listen, I'm not <laughs> sure. You want to talk about it on air? I mean, we can. Yeah, yeah let's talk about it. I, I always think more graphics arts, but, you okay. know. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of choices for that, man. Uh, I, and, and, you know, one of, you know, maybe 
finishing up on the mass communications and journalism because you know I, I enjoy that. The grammar doesn't enjoy it. No, but you're also in mass communications. You understand? Yeah, I know a lot about it. Right. So why would you want to get it? I breeze through it (laughs) because it's easy. Tell my professors to bleep off. Although cash checks really easy too. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's take a look inside the Idaho Lottery Traffic Center. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uber is trying real hard to make you feel safe when you step into one of their cars or sit down in one of their cars. There's a new safety feature called Ride Check, my friend. It is available for users across the U.S. and it basically follows you along when you get into an Uber vehicle using GPS and sensors in your phone like the accelerometer and the gyroscope. So if you stop for a long period of time for one reason or another, the Uber app will check in on you and the driver. If the app feels the need to check up on you and you indicate that you need help, Uber Safety Toolkit comes up, along with Uber Assistance and emergency numbers. In some cases, you might get a call from a safety team member. Hello, Big J, this is Uber. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm kidnapped. Uh, wrong number. If you tell them all as well, the trip will continue as usual. The feature was tested out in Los Angeles at the end of last year, got positive reviews, and so now you'll be a little bit safer inside of your Uber. How about that? It's great. Although my guess is, if you're in an Uber, the first thing that somebody does would probably take your phone if they want to attack you, right? You would think so, yeah. Certainly now. <laughs> Their plan has been changed, for sure. It looks like Eli Manning's long tenure as the New York Giants starting quarterback is over. Done. Finished. Pat Shermer announced yesterday officially that Daniel Jones, the number six overall pick in the draft, is replacing Manning as the Giants starting quarterback beginning this Sunday. Move comes after New York got off to an 0-2 start this season. The 38-year-old Manning has been the Giants' starting quarterback since replacing Kurt Warner nine games into the 2004 season. Led the team to two Super Bowl titles in 07 and 2011, was the MVP in both of those games. He also holds all the Giants' career passing records. But Big J, he has been... I mean, listen. I hate to take away everything, but... Hall of Famer? I mean, you I consider guess. Eli Manning one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time? No. No offense. I mean, he's serviceable and good and got the job done and really did a good job with some teams that I didn't think were going to go very he, far he in the He had playoff. one guy catch a ball on his helmet. Right. But that he, was got away, he, he did get away from a pretty amazing sack in that play, too. All right. Is that a Hall of Fame worthy? It was. A, it's a Hall of Fame play. It should be in every It should be in every highlight package the NFL ever All right. Features. Well, then he's a Hall of Famer. But that's not a he career. part man. of the play. This is not a career make. Well, he's got two Super Bowl rings and a Hall of Fame play, so... I know, but... I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think of Eli Manning as one of the best Listen, quarterbacks here's what time. he needs to do. Once he gets done here, he needs to go to the NFL Network and be one of their hosts, and he will get in. I just... I mean, like, there's just so many peaks and valleys when it comes to him. Like, either he led his team to a Super Bowl, or he was abysmal. Yeah, I mean, the interception, uh, I mean, he, it's, and it's amazing. And he's been terrible for four or five years in a row now. I mean, it's not been good for him, right? Yeah, you're right. You're so, right. You convinced me. All right, thank you. No vote. No ex, confidence. Ex-five-finger death punch drummer and founding member Jeremy Spencer is interesting. He's an interesting guy. He's a nice guy. He's he a, is super nice. So great. So, I mean, a huge sports fan, uh, has been on this show Loves multiple times. Loves to go times. to Bronco games. We've talked to him. We've hung out with him. He's just a great dude. And we've had, I mean, I think, what, 30, 40 conversations with the guy Easily. both on and on the microphone? Yeah, he he would literally recognize us. Like, if we walked up to him in Vegas, he would say, hey, guys, yeah. let's go. He would know who we were. And 
you know, and all the not that I expect him to talk about his hopes and dreams and things, but you know, he left the band earlier this year because he's had some back problems, very serious back problems. He struggled with uh, addiction and all sorts of things, and wrote a book about it and yeah. got himself clean. And then he was just having some issues. And of course, somebody that battles addiction can't handle back problems like you or I. You know, they can't just go get some pain pills and be okay. It's just not an option for them. So he just decided that I'm going to take myself out of that situation where I'm in pain every night and I'm going to do other things. This other thing, he has launched something called Lady Killer TV. Now, Lady Killer TV is a collection of uh, what he is calling erotic horror parodies based on iconic horror films and it stars some ladies in the adult film history and it's called softcore pornography but it looks like there may be some hardcore stuff going on there. Uh, for instance, he is making a, uh, a <laughs> an episode called The Sexorcist, which stars uh, porn uh, film actress uh, Tori Black. There's another one called The O-Ring, which <laughs> features a bunch of uh, adult stars. There's a Friday the 13th spoof called Camp Bloodsack. I'm looking at the trailer right now. And then Psycho. Hot. Listen, it, it's, it, there's... And if you've wanted to see Jeremy Smith or Jeremy Spencer get it on with these people, but he's he's like in heavy makeup, like uh, the Exorcist one. He's like, well, it's not all him. Some of them are other actors, but like he plays like the hotel person in the Psycho that he has put on. We got to get him on. We got to get him on and talk about it. Spencer says, quote, I've had the idea in my head for a long time. It was now or never in terms of pulling the trigger and making the series happen. I'm sending him a message right now. When we first approached the performers about it, I was excited about the real potential for this to be a hit, and they were as excited as I was to shoot it. So there's that. Uh, I don't know if it's like just a series that you can watch or it's something you have to pay for or what it is. But maybe we can have Jeremy on and he can talk about where this came from and how he decided to do it. And is if, it, if it's actual pornography or if it's just softcore stuff. I don't know. I don't know. But it is. It's out there. It's a thing. It's happening. Boarding after with Nick and Big J. There's your important we're, stuff. We're, we're going to get him on the horn. Talk the 8 o'clock hour. We got your pop culture smackdown coming up in a few minutes. Pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we have tickets. We have tickets for you. Uh, Social Distortion and Floggy Molly. Tonight at the Ford Idaho Center, it has been moved inside, so you don't have to uh, worry about uh, getting all rained on, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great show. We'll get you set up with those tickets. And, of course, our friends and ghosts are coming here next Friday, Nick. It is going to be crazy. Nothing more opening up. That band you just heard. Oh, It is going to be phenomenal. You're going to get an opportunity, hopefully, to meet the band. We've got uh, a few spots here for you to do a meet and greet, plus a grand prize out of those people with something really cool where Tobias, the lead singer uh, of Ghost, uh, gives you a tour of the production and everything that goes into it. You get to take a snapshot up on stage with all the accoutrement and everything. It's going to be really, really cool. So that is what you get if you can beat me Pop Culture Smackdown here today. Jesus God, it's a good prize package, guys. Good, good. Uh, 208-287-1003, our phone number. If you think you got what it takes to beat Big J, I think Pop Culture Smackdown is kind of easy today. We'll see. Oh, God, please. Uh, we please. will see how it goes. Big J, how are you feeling? I, yeah, I'm feeling smart today. All right. After uh, I, the fact I admitted I went to two semesters of college. It does uh, It does lead to a lot of smarts. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name, please? Dave. All right, Dave, we need to know this man was a huge part of Weekend Update on SNL before hosting The Tonight Show. Who is it? 
Jimmy Fallon. Right. That is correct, Dave. You're taking on Big J officially. Big J, she played Mary Jane in the first batch of Sam Raimi-directed Spider-Man movies. Kirsten Dunst? Right. Correct, Dave. Back to you. This American won the Tour de France a bunch of times before we found out he loved to cheat and to do steroids. Uh, Mr. Testicle Cancer himself, uh, Lance Armstrong. Right. Not sure he appreciates the nickname, but we'll take it. Big J, <laughs> Renee Zellweger played this British woman in a series of movies about her diary. Um, Bridget Jones. Right. Dave, back to you. James Gandolfini played this character on a popular HBO series about the mob. What was the first um, and last name? Of, I'll take it. Oh. Uh, yeah, first and last name of the character is what I'm looking for, really. But you got the oh, series, okay. right? Uh, Gosh, uh, what was his first name? Uh, gosh. Hey! Uh, hey. <laughs> How is that supposed to happen? Well, I mean, it just kind of flows. <laughs> oh, hey! Uh, Tony? Yeah, it's Tony. See? Right. Boom, right there. Tony's hey, Tony! Hey, Tony Anthony. Uh, Gary Sinise, Ed Harris, Rob Lowe, and Molly Ringwald all starred in this Stephen King miniseries, Big J. Um... Uh, let's go Castle Rock. Wrong. Uh, it's kind of an ongoing series on Hulu. No, uh, this is back in the 90s. It was called The Stand. Right. They're making a new yeah. one, but they starred in the original. Uh, Dave, good job, man. You ran through three questions. You defeated Big J. You are the victor. You're going to go check out and? Ghost. You're going to go check out Social D and Flogging Molly. Good job, Big J. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I mean, I did say it was pretty easy today, but good job. You got yourself all set to good to go. Just we'll get, God, the we'll get, worst. We'll get some information from you, Dave. Please hang on. We have got some headlines. It's happening next on the X-Rock. Here's the facts. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Coors Light. Hey, we're going to give you a chance tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. out in the 2C to actually get your chance to grab yourself some tickets to our free X show. Going to be out at the Big Smoke and Cuna for the free X show ticket stop. You can stock up this weekend for some Coors Light. Come on by and grab your tickets to the next free X show to Red Light King. 1031 East Cuna Road, Suite 150 in Cuna for the big performance. Adam is going to be out there broadcasting live, so swing on by and say hello on your way home from work from 5 to 7. That would be tomorrow afternoon. Headlines are as follows. Get it on, gross, and also gross. Get it on! Nothing like getting arrested for one crime and then following it up immediately with another. A couple was bicycling in the dark in Nassau County, Florida. They were stopped by police on Friday on the suspicion of drunk driving because they were swerving all over the road on their bicycles. Big J, you understand? Yes. The two were arrested. The police note in the report that after they got into the back of the patrol vehicle, the two got naked and started to get it on in the back of the police car. Oh, man. Look out. Both Aaron Thomas and Megan Modinaro face charges including resisting with violence, exposure of sexual organs, and I guess leaving a mess in the back of the police vehicle. So, watch out. Damn. I mean, I don't, I feel like they're, I mean, do you think they did it like on the ride into the, I mean, when are you, do you have the time? Yeah, I don't, that seems complicated. Yeah. I'll never know those ways. No? Nope. All right. I won't ask that. Gross or also gross? Uh, gross. Donuts and fried chicken, Big J. It may, delicious. It may seem like a strange pairing, but KFC announced yesterday it was testing out a donut and fried chicken sandwich in select markets. The sandwich is actually what it looks like. It will feature a piece of fried chicken placed between two glazed donuts for $6. It's actually one of two pastry chicken combinations the chain is testing out. 
The other is the fried chicken and donut basket meal, which includes chicken on the bone or chicken tenders paired with one donut for $5.49. You can make it two donuts for $7.49 if you're feeling up to the task, though. If you just want a donut, that'll cost you a buck. You may be scratching your head at the idea of donuts and fried chicken together, but if KSC pointed out, the combo has been popular in places like Philly, San Diego, and Portland in recent years. Plus, who doesn't love chicken and waffles, I guess? But that's a little bit different to me. Chicken and waffles are great, but I think again, I think it's like the syrup pairing for some reason that brings it all together. Not sure the donut and chicken thing makes a whole lot of sense, but wait, hey, whatever. It's coming wow. soon to a KFC near you. It's a breakfast uh, play. You think they'll eat Yeah, like waffles thing? and chicken and waffles. Wrap it up with also gross. Chicken and waffles is not a breakfast, by the way. Uh, Sounds like it to me. It's not even Halloween yet, but some retailers are already promoting Christmas-themed treats. Archie McPhee is a company known for its odd candy cane flavors, has pushed the boundaries of edible with its new offerings, Big J. They have kale candy canes and pizza-flavored candy canes out there now. The unusual confections are selling online for $6 per pack of six. The candy pizza, the pizza candy canes offer a slice of Italian spiced heaven, they say, are allegedly cooked in a candy-fired oven by Sicilian elves, as opposed to a wood-fire oven. The kale flavor tastes just like the kale you love. Gross. And with it, customers can forget about the pesky holiday flavors and embrace the bitter grassiness of your favorite vegetable. The 2019 flavors to other creations that they've already had, which includes mac and cheese, clam, and coal-flavored candy canes. What are we doing, Big Pushing the boundaries, man. But Pushing why? the boundaries. I mean, it's a great way for people not to eat your candy canes off your Christmas tree if you want to put them up there. But agreed. Why? Why? I guess they're not expensive, so if you want to have fun with somebody, you can. But it seems like a waste. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Breaking Benjamin, Red Cold River here on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. And if you head on down to the river, it might be nice to have a UTV, correct, Big J? Yeah. And listen, yeah. man, uh, we've been trying for the last couple weeks to get people qualified, both on the air and out on location, to win this EATV or UTV that we're giving away courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports. It is a beautiful CF Moto Z Force 800 trail UTV that is gorgeous and brand new. And we've been trailing it around. And we got a couple of chances this weekend for you to get qualified. I'm going to be out at TE Agents at 3031 South Cole on Friday, 4 to 6. Big J, you'll be out the following day uh, from 10 o'clock in the morning till noon on Saturday at Birds of Prey Motorsports uh, to try to get people qualified because the grand prize party is coming up at Dave & Buster's on the 27th, which is next Friday. Somebody's going to win this uh, this UTV, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, one in a hundred, right? Yeah, exactly. Chances. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really good. and uh, It would be a lot of fun. I, I can picture us in there together driving uh, around. I'm not sure that's can that work? We can yeah. do that, right? We can fit in there, can we? What does that mean? Well, I mean, together? Yeah, okay. it's a side-by-side. -side. There's two seats. Oh, I, I just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. But uh, I have never had the ability to uh, be or drive in a, honest-to-goodness, really awesome and new UTV. Plenty of older ones that have seen the better days in those years when I was a kid. Yeah. But having a brand-new one would be pretty awesome. I mean, it's one of those toys I haven't had the chance to uh, to to get into. You know, you look good in it. I think. Oh yeah, I, I would fit my style. But uh, I mean, For what sure. would you? You'd have to get a trailer to hook it up to the back of the Toyota to drive it around, which may look a little bit weird. Nah, yeah. man, out in Middleton, we just drive that wherever. <laughs> I, I'm not even joking, dude. You will see them driving around the streets. 
It's pretty my, awesome. My buddy Hugh had a Razor, which is similar. They were one of the earlier versions, and um, he used to drive up and down the road all the time, obnoxiously. So we are down to crunch time. If you would like to get in on this action, again, Friday afternoon, 4 to 6, TE agents, Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to noon, Birds of Prey. We're going to draw five qualifiers at each one of those to get into the grand prize party that's happening next Friday at Dave & Buster's, where somebody's going to win it, thanks to Idaho Finance, Section 37 Axe Room as well, for being a part of the fun. And hey, listen to Jason, Drew, and Adam, and Randy throughout the day. They're giving people chances to qualify for this party on the air. So you don't necessarily have to be out and about with us if you don't want to be. We certainly would appreciate you if you came out, but there's other ways that you can qualify to be part of the fun that is this UTV giveaway. So pay attention and win. Coming up in a few minutes, we're going to give you another chance to win some stuff with us with some bad impressions. That's on the way on the X Rocks. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And nice little morning after prize package here for Bad Impressions. We'll set you up with tickets to our free X show with Red Light King, which is a week and a day away from now at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Uh, we've got Red Light King coming, coming in, Zach Lopez and the Cartel. Of course, Zach, uh, part of the Middle Class Ruts, so very familiar with the free X shows. We've got Ghost Box, Devil's County, and the Fets opening up as well. So it's going to be a great show. We want you to come out and have a good time for free, of course. And then we'll set you up with tickets to tonight's show. Soulfish Distortion and Floggy Molly. show's been moved inside the Ford Idaho Center. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Devil Makes 3 is also opening up, so it's going to be phenomenal. We'll get you set up. All right. Figure out bad impressions. you got to swing by before 5 o'clock to pick up these tickets, too. That's the catch. You can do it. The show is tonight, and we don't want them to go to waste. So as long as that fits in your schedule, you should get on the phone. 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has anywhere from one to three clues figured out for somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is from those clues and those clues alone, you will get this prize package, and you will be, hopefully, a pretty happy person. Let's hit up the phones. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Brian. All right, Brian. Good luck. Here we go. I have my own metal band called Wicked Wisdom. Not bad for a Hollywood actress. Uh, next place. I was Fish Mooney in the CW series called Gotham for three seasons, and I voiced Gloria in the Madagascar animated movies. Uh, how do you say your name, Jada Smith? There you go. That's exactly how you say your name. Good job. Well done, awesome. Brian. You're going to go check out Social Dean Flogging Molly tonight and our free X show next week. Gotham was on Fox, but what is Clue 3? Oh, I thought it was... Uh... It's because you didn't watch it, so yeah, you right. assumed it was on CW. Uh, but what was clue three? Probably terrible. Uh, uh, I'm married to Will Smith. You are not wrong. Uh, and why is Jada Pickens-Smith in the news? Today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jada. She's, she's 48. Does that mean you get to pull out the picture that you took with nope, Jada Pickens-Smith no, 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 and post no, it on no. the social media? I have only done that once. I'm only going to do that that one time. Uh... <laughs> So unless she comes back to town or something. Mine is gone. It was on my computer before it all blew out. So it was on my oh, desktop. No. So my, my Jada Pickett-Smith. To... I don't think I ever did. See, it's what you get for you had to do it at least once. My Jada Pickett-Smith a... photo is gone. I bet it's out there somewhere. It's probably. The well, I'm sure that Steve has it. You know, the, yeah. the person that yeah. organized uh, the whole thing. Such a sweet lady. Very, very nice. She was great. I mean, I, what, four foot two? Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Wicked Wisdom is terrible. But it's the effort uh, and the desire to be in a metal band that you got to give it up for Jada Pinkett Smith because, you know, her husband's Big Willie. Yeah, I mean, and listen, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. And she could probably do, uh, and more successfully, by the way, any genre of music that she wanted to do. Yeah. Things could be easier for her. There's an easier path if she wanted to do pop singing or something. But she's like, no, this is the music I want to make, and this is what I'm passionate about. And we can, you know, 
uh, smile and nod as she does it and just be happy that somebody's trying to use their fame to promote rock and metal music, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, she was great in Angel Has Fallen. Oh, so she's that in just it? came out, yeah. Very nice. Who does she play? Uh, she plays FBI agent Thompson. She's an FBI, FBI agent? FBI agent. Very nice. Uh, happy birthday, Jada Pickett-Smith. Thank you for being so nice to us when yeah. we met you in person. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, we'll come back and wrap up the show. That's next on the X-Rock. Not a lot of sun out there today, Big J. That is Last Day Under the Sun by Volbeat here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. It's wrapping up the big showgram this morning. Thank you very much for tuning in on this Wednesday. We had some concert announcement changes. The Social D Flogging Molly Show wants to avoid this rain and overcast and cold skies that you see outside. So they're moving it inside, baby. Yeah. Show goes on as scheduled. So make sure you head out there. If you got your tickets, you're going to enjoy a nice, dry evening full of amazing music at the Ford Idaho Center. There is little to no doubt about that. Also had a chance to talk about our college lives, Big J, and some of the mistakes that we have made and how we are too old to correct them. What do you think about that? Yeah, also that you're nuts. Am I nuts? Yeah, you had some crazy dreams. It's not a... I mean, listen, there's crazier dreams you can have out there than getting flying out to talk to Tool about moving to the Treasure Valley. It's a weird dream, granted, but it's not insane. You can hear all about it on the podcast. (laughs) I regret nothing about my dreams. We also gave away some tickets to things, which is pretty cool. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tomorrow we'll have another chance for that. Big J will have a nerd alert for you. We will also have some tickets to our free X show, some ghost tickets up for grabs, and some additional fun on the program tomorrow. But that leaves Big J on the spot. What do you want to talk about? Hey, it's National Cheeseburger Day. Very disappointed, man. Why? Because, I mean, I thought for sure you were going to talk about Rambo at some point because it's also a, a particular day for that. Yeah, it's Rambo Day. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I got sucked into some sort of social media thing that they were doing, and I haven't seen anything about Rambo Day from the Rambo pages yet. So it's disappointing. Yeah. You've been underwhelmed by Rambo Day. Yeah. Does that worry you about tomorrow night's screening? No. Not, not in the least, okay, but, cool. you know. But you're, you wanted Rambo Day to be more of a thing, and it's just not. Well, they said it was going to be a thing. Maybe they're still working on it. Well, I mean, you're right, though. At at, at this point, it's almost 11 o'clock Eastern. The social media team for Rambo should have probably made some I'm just hoping my tattoo makes it into their thing. You've been trying really hard to get your tattoo to get noticed by Sylvester Stallone. It's pretty cool. I mean, (laughs) dudes from all across the world love my tattoo. Like, I've gotten messages from Indonesia and all kinds of crazy places. But none of that matters because you only seek one person's approval. Yeah. You didn't get it for some dude in Indonesia. You got it so Sylvester Stallone will know that you're a Rambo fan, and he refuses to acknowledge you. It's got to hurt. I mean, I'm used to it. <laughs> but doesn't gonna, not going to stop you from seeing the movie tomorrow Hell night, right? Hell no. That's right. That's all that matters is we're going to go see Rambo tomorrow night and do a podcast about it. So, yes. happy Rambo Day. Happy Cheeseburger Day. How are you celebrating Cheeseburger Day? Having tacos. Perfect. Makes sense. Cheeseburger pizza? Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you tomorrow. See X-Rocks.